This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. J Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Hold on, where's it at? Where's it at? I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Hold on, is this... Is it still here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's still here. Still standing. I'm still strong. Come on, one more time. One more time. Still standing. I'm still strong. Antoine Fisher, one more time, damn it. Still standing. I'm still strong. Come on, man. Come on, man. The Sacramento Kings. The Antoine Fisher of the NBA. You know the vibes. <laughs> Welcome to J Street Vibes here. This is your main man, Kenny Caraway from D Lo and KC on ESPN 1320, Monday through Friday, 12 to 4. You can check me. And my main man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. Jay, what's good? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm, you know, uh, Raiders suck. Uh, I can't do nothing about that. You know, yeah. I can't do nothing about that, about that but put you out of your misery on Sunday. That's all I can do. Well, I already know that's that's Niners by at least forty. I mean, seventy percent Niner fans at Legion on. I don't Sunday. think over you, under. Uh, it's going to be under seventy, but I think it'll be above fifty. I think a lot of Raider fans are probably just like, "Here, take these tickets. I don't want to be a part of this." I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's evaluate Jared Stidham against this defense. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And you Ooh. know, and it's. And it's never good when your star wide receiver basically says, I hate this. Yeah. Well, at least the star point guard for the 40 for the Kings isn't saying that. And especially not saying it after tonight. The Kings with the improbable, unbelievable come from behind victory over the number one seed, Denver Nuggets, 127, 126 at a raucous Golden One Center. I'm still on a high. I'm still on a high, Jason. What a game. What a game. I mean, let's just let me go to the particulars real quick. I mean, really, <laughs> you look at the box score and, and you know, uh, when we talk about you need your stars to show up mm-hmm. Well, for the Kings, the stars showed up and they did damn near everything. De'Ara Fox, 31 and 13 on the night. DeMontis Sabonis was back 31, 10 and five. And then my guy. It's been a it's been a long time coming. You know, like Nas says, it's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. Malik Monk. He's back. He's back. 33 on the night from my main man Malik Monk. Those three guys that I just mentioned, 
the only kings in double figures on the night. But it was they enough. They needed everything run. from them <laughs> because the rest of the guys was like, oh, I got five for you here. I got a little something here or there. But yeah, it was. I was ready to write the man. They're about to lose again. <laughs> it's about to be four. It was like it would have been what almost four of the last five or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. four or five, lose four or five on the homestand. But I mean, they got a tiny bit of a, a scheduling breaking that Jamal Murray didn't play, but they also got some mm-hmm. bonus back. And because this yep. is the NBA in 2022, no one decided to hack Sabonis's hand repeatedly to test it. Mm. Yeah, I mean. That's that's what I would have done, but hey, that's just me. We old school like that. We old school. Yeah, I'd have been like, figure that out. Ain't nothing personal, but they said you got a bad hand. If you playing, it must be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know this this game was was almost done, almost done. Um, the read, uh, I usually, you know, you know me, I'm good with knowing guys in the NBA. I don't know, Reed. They say he came from Miami. I don't remember him over in Miami. I watch a lot of Miami Hurricanes basketball. Uh, I don't remember him. But n- needless to say, mm-hmm. uh, with, what is this, 326 to go in the third quarter, he had a pull-up jump shot. And um, was this a three? No, it was just a regular pull-up jump shot. Mm-hmm. He had a pull-up jump shot to make it 100 to 81. And... It, it was almost all she wrote at that point. I was sitting there like, bro, it's a 19-point lead. They can't stop these guys. It's mm-hmm. looking ugly. But to me, it, I'm, I'm not even gassing you, Jason. I sat there and I said, these are these are two huge plays. If the Kings are going to do anything, if they're just going to hang around, two huge plays. Sabonis so comes back and hits a three-pointer, and Malik comes back and immediately hits a three-pointer. All of a sudden, it goes from 19 to 13. And it, it gave them a bit of life. I think they ended the third quarter down, yeah, down 11. And, you know, in the NBA today, down 11 is, you know, like down six back in the day. You know what yeah. I mean? You're right there. So, you know, that to me, that was a huge part of this comeback, not letting it get completely out of hand when it looked like it was about to get completely out of hand. Yeah, and they stayed close. Enough. Even in that third you know they, you know they, they kept, they kept, you know, chipping away at it enough to where it wasn't where you said, okay, it's, it's, you know, I thought it was over down nineteen. Mm-hmm. I was ready to start, you know, you know, doing the dishes or whatever. Like, okay, they're about to give this up, and then you get a, you, said, you get a couple of points, boom. Then you know, now it was manageable, and the way they shoot threes, you know, if they get, they, they got hot, yeah, and then yeah. they did what that thing that this annoys me. But it's what they got to do, I guess. They didn't play defense, it felt like, for three quarters. And then all of a sudden in the fourth, okay, let's go ahead and like, you know, do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but we, we talked about it the other day, Jason. I mean, that's that's who they are. They're not built to play 44 minutes of defense. Like, that's not that's not who they are. They don't have the personnel for that. Uh, what they what, To me, the formula for them is, to make sure that you're hitting buckets because that's who you are. You are an offensive team. You can yeah. score. And make sure you're hitting buckets to the point where you can be around to have these timely defensive lapses of like five, six minutes of like real good defense. That's the formula. If they can do that, they can, they can win some game. Now, the reason why they're not any type of you know championship contender or anything like that is because they don't play 40 minutes of defense, but baby steps first. Like if you, if you want to be – 
top six or, you know, you know, possibly, you know, seven, eight, but you know, if you can get in the top six, you can get to the six by that, by being an efficient scoring team and playing timely defense, you can get there by that. I think that's who they are. Yeah. You get a little luck. I mean, that little shot on the pick and roll that Joker had in Mm -hmm. the lane, he had been hitting that shot. It felt like every time they ran that play and, You know, sometimes, hey, you do just enough because it wasn't like they locked that play down. He was wide no. open. He missed it. <laughs> no, no. You know, you know, another uh, key component I thought from this win was um, Davion Mitchell in the in the second half of the fourth quarter. Him playing defense on Bones Highland, who was having a heck of a game himself. I think he finished. Yeah, he finished with twenty. 20 and 11 for Bones Island. I really like him. I think he can play. He's a young kid. He's got to learn a little bit more, but I like Bones a lot. But um, he was he was kind of giving De'Aaron Fitz a little bit. And Davion came and locked that up on the perimeter, at least at a, a point where, you know, he had to work for something. Ripped him a little bit, made him work, made him give the ball up. And I thought Davion's defense in the in the second half of that fourth quarter was huge. There was a moment I'm watching that game and I see Harrison Barnes walk to the scores table with about three minutes left. I said, Jordy, if you don't tell him to go sit his ass back down. <laughs> that do, do, I mean, I like Harrison Barnes, no disrespect to him, but this ain't the time. Davion's doing what he's supposed to do. Fox is cooking. Malik is cooking. Uh, Lyles, maybe you'd put him in for him, but wh- where is Harrison Barnes? Don't think about taking him out, taking Davion Mitchell out. So, um, And that's exactly what Jordy did after a timeout. He sent Harrison Barnes back to the bench because he's on a ride with these guys, and that was the right decision. Yeah, you have to do that. I mean, they, you know, that much time left in the game. They got you going. They got you back in the game. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and let them finish it out. And Malik had one free throw left in him with .7 to go. You know, you know, KCP tried to foul him sooner. <laughs> to be honest, well, look, to be honest with you, this is a, this is a, a you know, an open space, an open forum. You know, we, there's no judgment here, judgment-free zone. It was a hook by Malik, mm-hmm. and I didn't think he got fouled. I thought KCP got all ball. Yeah. But, but after, after, after what we saw yesterday, after what we saw yesterday or Tuesday night where Mark Davis um, was sitting up there in the media section and changed the call with his no 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 I saw it it was off for Sean Holmes fingertips it's gonna be Denver ball Sam, how you that from way old, yeah well that's Mark Davis <laughs> so after after things like that I'm not don't cry for me Argentina I'm not worried about no missed call going in favor of the Kings all right that's just what it is man that's what Mark Davis does though I that's, mean that's a wild boy he, Mark Davis a wild boy he has a very tortured history with the Kings if you recall <laughs> remember the game in Memphis where the uh the inbound pass. And he was on that game? Yeah, that was the guy who called it. Yeah, who called oh it? That was him who said the ball wasn't dipped. <laughs> and here we are, seven years later, he can see a tip pass from, from 40 feet away. Yeah, that was the, because uh, I remember Malone got fined for talking about him after that game. And maybe that call right there was his way of saying, Mark, I, hey, Mike, I remember what I did back <laughs> in Memphis in like 2013. My bad. <laughs> I I got you. Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, but you know, there's some officials who are a lot more demonstrative than others. And mm-hmm. if, if Mark Davis is on the game, you're going to know Mark Davis is on the game at some point. He is mm-hmm. not going to let the game go too long to where you don't realize Mark Davis is there. Mm, he's one of those officials, huh? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that Mark Davis could be better than the Mark Davis in Vegas. 
I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it. I don't, I don't know who's worse there. I mean, at least, at least the Mark Davis in Vegas, like got a stadium built and everything. Like he, yeah, he won a championship with the, with the aces. He got a, he got he a ring with the aces. Yeah. The one in Vegas is, is more accomplished and better than the referee. Oh, okay. I'll let you say that. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we just getting started here on J street vibes. And when I come back, I want to dive a little bit more into the performance of those three guys um, that, that did work. Uh, for the Sacramento Kings tonight, Sabonis, Monk, and Fox. Uh, we'll get into that. This is Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, J Street Vibes. Be right back. Back here on J Street Vibes, Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones, uh, rocking with you right now. Um, in the home studio, uh, not to derail us, but I, I just, I just saw poor Mo Wagner. Uh, did he get knocked out? I don't know. It looked nasty. I didn't get the, I mean, yeah, I was like, <laughs> man, my man. He just, just slumped. My man did. That was some WWE stuff. He came from behind with the Tito Santana. Just, damn. <laughs> Santana. Did not go in. I don't know. I don't know when we're going to see Killian again <laughs> after that one. Yeah, I mean, um, there's going to be uh, plentiful suspensions for that one because I can't tell how many guys from Orlando left the bench. That could be one of those ones where they say we got to suspend a bunch of guys at one time, but we're going to do it alphabetical order. Right. <laughs> so you have enough guys for the next game. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They got to fix that rule, too, because it's like stay on the bench. It's like, well, a guy took one step. Yeah, you, you, that shouldn't be a suspension. Yeah, you know, they, they keep packing in uh seats behind the benches and making the benches closer and closer to the floor. Yeah, to me, it should be did you escalate it? Mm-hmm. They and, got cameras for everything else, they should be able to tell that. Yeah, but th- that's you know, you know, then it could, you know, our folks in Phoenix still to this day hate Robert Ori for that. Mm. You know, he, when, it was a 2 2 series when I mean, he hit checked my man and then the tire, it, it, it was Amari, wasn't it? Yeah, Amari and oh, no, it was Nash. It was Nash. No, I know he got hit, but who got suspended was Amari. Amari, yeah, Amari, yeah. And there was one other guy. There was, there was a. Uh, there was one. rotational guys, like yeah, it was like a guy who took one step suspended. Yeah. Like yeah. what? And then you you fast forward years later, Draymond was kicking people all all <laughs> in the nuts. Oh, uh, so, uh, okay, we'll let that go. <laughs> well, you know who wasn't kicking anybody in the nuts. DeMontis Abonis. DeMontis was back um, after missing a game with his UCL ligament tear, I guess it was. It was a crazy injury. But he was back, and he was DeMontis Abonis. Mm-hmm. 31 points, 10 rebounds. I guess I guess if anything, you could say he didn't he didn't get as many rebounds as he normally does. I think he averages like in, – in the last like 15, 20 games, he's averaging like 15 rebounds a night. Mm-hmm. He only got 10 uh against against the nuggets tonight but 12 of 18 five assists he was phenomenal man he he's really really good yeah and i think it probably gave the 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 team overall a, it boosted your their spirits to see him back out there after only missing one game mm-hmm. and just i think uh we can never underestimate what that can just do to for a team mentally yeah. you're going against the the two-time league mvp You've got no answer for him, even if Sabonis is playing. But when you know you got your guy who's an all-star, a two-time all-star, an all-star caliber player, you're like, we got a chance. Mm-hmm. 
And mm-hmm. he, you know, give you 30, you know, you aren't going to match the Joker with 40, but you know, hey, you get 31, 31 and 10 from your guy. That's about as good as you can expect as or close to playing it even with with you know with Jokic. And yeah. you needed that because uh, who else is going to give you 31 on this team? You know, I mean, you know Darren and Malik can do it, but mm-hmm. outside of that, it's kind of it's hit or miss. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, Keegan might be hot. He probably won't be. You know, Harrison can do that sometimes, but it's not what you expect. Yeah. You know, TD didn't even play tonight. So, you know, Murray only had six on the night. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just you you really needed that boost from him. And I, I think it does something in terms of leadership, too, you know, where if he says, I can do this to my hand and come back in a game, I don't want to hear anyone else, mm. you know, trying to skate and, you know, take nights off unnecessarily. So yeah. I think it's a it's a good thing for them. Of course, we don't know how this thing is going to hold up, you know, you know, how to see how his hand feels, you know, after a day off and all that and get ready for the next game. But the fact that he got out there, I think, was just a big boost for them, even though they were down. I mm-hmm. just think having him there had to make had to help. Yeah. I agree. I agree hundred percent. And then the other guy um, in this, in this equation, De'Aaron Fox, who, when you came on D'Lo and KC on Tuesday for, for your regular uh, visit, you talked about, and you're hundred percent spot on. I agree with you. Damien agree with you. De'Aaron Fox, there's no DeMontis Simone is playing tonight. If you want to be that all-star that you think you are, that we think you are, that people are saying you are, you step up in this moment. And you mm. say, it's okay, guys. Get on my back. I'm here. You know, we lost one of our all-stars, but we got another one right here. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to lead you to the promised land. And he didn't have a bad game on Tuesday, by no means. I think he had 26 points, only four assists. Mm-hmm. He was 10 or 16 from the field. But he had some some untimely turnovers uh, at the end of that game that really kind of sealed the fate for the Kings. And I didn't think he was aggressive enough on Tuesday night. I, 16 shots wasn't enough for me. I wanted to see at least 23 shots and, and not pinning the game on him, but that just wasn't the performance that I think you or I wanted to see from him in that moment. Well, he showed up and showed out uh, in this game on, on Wednesday night. I mean, he balled out 31 points, 13 assists on the night. And what he did in that fourth quarter is what we were looking for him to do in the fourth quarter the night before. I mean, he still went four or six in the fourth quarter the night before, but he attacked the basket in this fourth quarter. He controlled things. He he had, I think he had 15 points in this fourth quarter um, against the against the Nuggets tonight. And he, he he was on point tonight. This is this is the De'Aaron we wanted on Tuesday night. And the De'Aaron that we can we feel like we can get uh night in and night out, to be honest with you. He was impactful in the fourth. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one thing to go out there and get some points, but I mean, it was when he was getting them. It was what he was. It was how he did it as well. Like you said, he was aggressive. You know, Sabonis not playing. You getting up 16 shots It's like, if you're not going to have him playing, I don't want them shots going to no disrespect Davion or going to Rashawn or going to Trey. Lott. I need mm-hmm. you to be aggressive. Still be aggressive. Yeah. You know, and to me, there's nothing wrong with him being a little selfish. Yeah. And saying, you know, I got to get us going. And I love the 13 assists. You realize in his previous three games, he had 13 assists total. Wow. And you, I think, you know, 
if you can get him up at and he's shown in his career he can have stretches where he averages eight nine assists mm-hmm. if he's doing that with 20 some odd points now he's responsible for it almost 50 points a game mm-hmm. and that's all-star type stuff if mm-hmm. you know that when i put this guy on the court he's going to get us you know between scoring and, and, and setting guys up 45 50 that's all-star level stuff yeah, so I I was I was very happy to see the the aggression. Some would say the ruthless aggression of uh, De'Aaron De- yeah. Fox. Be selfish, De'Aaron. Be selfish. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. Don't be a not, don't be selfish to a fault. But it's okay to go ahead and make you you know get yourself going. It's okay. Yeah. And, uh, I love seeing all those clutch stats for him and what you know what he does in the clutch, but it ain't gonna matter if you're down 15 going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Some I of these nights won't work out for you. I, I agree 100. percent And the last part of this equation for this uh, unbelievable 127-126 comeback over the Denver Nuggets is uh, Malik Monk, who I thought as of late was being a little passive. I yeah. thought, you know, maybe because the shot wasn't going down, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, do some other things. I'm a playmaker. And I, and I get that. And I commend that. You know, I'm, I'm all for that. He has that ability and not knowing his shot's falling, he still wants to be uh, productive or, you know, be impactful with the game by maybe his playmaking or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I was uh, Jordy Fernandez or Mike Brown or Doug Christie or Lindsey Hardy, I, I would talk to Malik and I'd say, Malik, it's commendable that you want to do all this. You're a bucket getter, okay? You're a bucket getter. Your, your passes on the pick and roll, I'm not going to lie, that's secondary. You are a bucket getter. Go look for your shot. Go get your buckets. It doesn't matter if you're playmaking, if you're giving us six points in, in an outing or eight points here and there. You're a guy that we need to get buckets. And boy, did he ever tonight. 33 on the night from Malik Monk. And he just looked like, um, yeah, I think after the game on Tuesday, he came out, you know, and said, you know, I, I'm I'm not playing good. I'm not I gotta step it up. I'm not doing good. And I like that self-accountability. I, I like that uh noticing what was going on and it looked like he answered the call tonight. It remind me of I heard this whole thing back in the day with 50 Cent once said, I put the pressure on myself. Hmm. You no, know, I see what's going on. It's gotta be on me. And even though that's not necessarily you wouldn't necessarily say that he has to be De'Aaron or Sabonis, but and you said he's out there to get buckets. That's what you that's what you brought him in for. You didn't bring him out there to to be a nice little I'll get me my four or five shots. If you're gonna be on if you're not gonna go out there and score, why are we playing? And he went out there and got buckets. And like I guess they needed him tonight because there, there wasn't outside of De'Aaron and De, and DeMontes, nobody was getting buckets tonight. <laughs> There's a reason why they were down the way they were down. Right. You know, there, there wasn't, you know, you needed somebody to go out there and go get some buckets. And he did that, you know, shot the ball, I thought, with confidence. You know, mm-hmm. and you could see that he, he he was kicking himself when he missed that first free throw with 0.7 mm-hmm. to go. That's pressure. That's yeah. pressure right there, boy. <laughs> That's some pressure. And a lot of guys all the time find a way to overcome that type of pressure, but – that's all it is. I remember Dirk said it one time. He's like, yeah, people get nervous. The best players get nervous at the line in those situations. It's not about not getting nervous. You're a human being. It's about who can overcome the nervousness 
to get back to their routine and handle business. And yeah. you did on the second shot. Yeah, and I like the fact that, in, you know, in a late game pressure situation, that's another guy you can get a ball to to make a play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't De'Aaron dribbling the clock out. That wasn't just giving the ball to Sabonis on the elbow and watching. He went, He was aggressive. He said, I'm going to make a play. Yeah. And he made a play, drew the foul. You know, whether or not it was a foul, when it happened, you know, if he got away with the hook, you know, considering how the, the, the last two-minute report is going for the Kings of the season, <laughs> I don't think anyone in Sacramento is going to be like, oh, damn. Yeah, no, we're not looking. We're not looking at the two minute report tomorrow. No need for that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be folks in Denver. It'll say disadvantaged player, Contavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> and then the Kings fans will be like, "Yeah, remember Miami? Remember this? Remember this? Remember this? Remember the Warrior game? Yeah. We don't want to hear it." We'll take it. We'll take it for sure, man. So, uh, big time effort from those three, man. It was great to see. We got one more break when we come back. Uh, I want to ask you a question about this team overall, and we're looking forward into the next few games that they have on, on the docket uh, until we see you guys again, man. It's uh, Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, J Street Vibes. We'll be right back. J Street Vibes, back on, back at, coming back at you. I was about to say back on your airways, but it's a podcast. I don't really know if you're on the airways, but it's neither here nor there. We're back, regardless of uh, of how you want to say it. And um, you know, one of the things that I was seeing before um, before the game tonight, and it still kind of applies, or whatever the case may be, it doesn't just go away. And I want to know what you think about it. I kind of talked about maybe this Kings team, just from looking at them, they look like they were a little sluggish, a little fatigued. And I, I wanted to ask you about the possibility of them kind of. Um, being tired, uh, and and you know, kind of being a little worn down mentally and emotionally. If you think about the first thirty games or whatever, I mean, I feel like there was a there was a lot going on. It's already a pressure cooker here in Sacramento. You know what I mean? Like it, there, there's. I'm not saying it's Philly or Boston, but because of you know the Kings being the only team in town and this playoff drought, there's pressure here so going into this season you know i know all these guys heard about was 16 years and don't let it be 17 how are we gonna make the playoffs all this other stuff so you come out of the start of the season with a level of pressure and you feel the anxiety in the building on that opening night that they really wanted and then the deflation when they didn't get it you start on four you have to you know fight hard to turn the season around and get back to 500 then you have a seven game winning streak then you have the beam that in a certain way brings its own level of pressure to it and you know you go on the road the six game there's a whole bunch of stuff going on and it felt like they were a little fried a little gassed mentally emotionally for the last week or so um do you believe in any of that you think any of that is 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 a possibility or real I think they were playing like a team that was kind of in a they were they were bordering on that we're going to be in a funk and if they had lost this game tonight that have been four that have been four out of five you lose on a homestand already to start it mm-hmm. yeah with a tough game against Utah coming up and you're looking at the possibility of losing five or six at home mm-hmm. which would be you know terrible for a team that's trying to be a playoff team you can't have homestands like that. Yeah. And I, when I just watched it, it just kind of felt like, I don't know if it was mental, physical, but it just kind of watching them, it felt like they were kind of falling back a little bit into, okay, 75-point halves we give up and just 
some of the habits that ha- that come along with those laws you go through in the season. I mean, mm-hmm. even with that, I wasn't going, oh, my God, this is a problem. I might have said that they had lost tonight, but mm-hmm. you could kind of see, OK, this is kind of uh, this is not the direction you want to be going in. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be headed in that. Uh, we, we face a tough team. We drop them. And yeah. I think it happens over the course of 82 games and you see teams go through it. And I just think for them. I mean, uh, especially a guy like a guy like De'Aaron, who's been here for a while. Or a guy like Harrison who hasn't been in the spotlight for, you know, those guys, know, you know, a guy like Harrison knows what the ultimate pressure is like. And some of these guys who are, who've been kings have never gotten this much attention, mm-hmm. you know, especially positive attention. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you got the you got national writers talking, saying good things about the kings for the first time in about 20 years and. <laughs> It, it's different. I mean, I mean, and after last season too, when that building was dead, mm-hmm. you know, to see, I, I, I definitely think you kind of, and I, I've talked to people around the building who have said, I got to see how these guys react to when things aren't going well, mm. because what you don't want to become is a bunch of front runners. When things are great, we're all in, we're energetic, we're playing well, we're engaged. But if we start, we lose a couple of games. Okay, let's slide on back and the, to the you know to the bad stuff. And I think if they had a lost this game tonight, I would have been like, okay, that might be my first red flag since the start of the season. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's that's why this comeback um, evokes so much emotion. I think because I think you're not alone with that. Yeah, I, I would have the same um, red flag or you know kind of. Look at them with a side eye a little bit. All right, what's going on? What you, what you gonna do next, man? This isn't this isn't going in the right direction. And uh regardless if they're fatigued or not, like I said, when I when I asked the question if they were tired or not, it's not to say, oh, it's okay. It's about all right, well, you need to find your second gear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's what the good teams do. Every it's not un, unnatural for a team to get fatigued mentally and emotionally throughout the year. The good teams say, all right, well, we're there. Let's find the second gear right now. You know what I mean? Let's 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 dig back into the reservoir and, and get some more. And I don't know if the Kings are on that level yet or not. I feel like they might be, but that's where they need to start doing, especially, you know, closing out this homestand game on Friday. You know, make sure you take care of business where you don't go two and four in the six-game homestand. Mm-hmm. And then you got a tough game on New Year's Day against Memphis. And then you uh, go to Utah and have Atlanta. So I don't I'm not I don't even know how to predict how those games would would turn out. But it's time to get the get the the feeling back, get the flow back, um, get the bounce in your step back a little bit. And, and I hope tonight's win went a long way towards that. Yeah. The good teams figure out how to win ugly. Hmm. They figure out how to win when the shot's not falling, when guys are off. They figure out how to hang around and say, OK, can we just steal this game? You know. Steal a game. You got you got to steal a few games on those nights where you're not clicking. I mean, and that Withers game would have been a let's steal this game mm. type game. Like we we have been shit tonight. Oh, but you know what? Boom, let's you know do a thing here or there, and you know and steal again. They stole tonight's game. Mm-hmm. They, you mm-hmm. know they got they got close. They got it. They got it tied and said, okay, let's just do enough to get out of here out of win. I mean, they didn't play well enough to win most of the night. No. <laughs> But they did enough. So you stole a game tonight. You know, I think Denver will look back and go, how the hell did we lose this game? 
Well, you know, it's like the great Bam Bam Bigelow told uh, Lawrence Taylor one time, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Okay, yeah, the Kings blew a 20-point lead on Tuesday night. They probably, I ain't going to say they should have won or lost or whatever case, but they were up 20 in that game. They blew the lead. Nuggets were up 20 tonight. They blew the lead. Bam, bam, Bigelow to Lawrence Taylor. An eye for an eye, a two for a two. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, no one's going to, you know, no one's going to cry. You know, they'll say we didn't have, you know, Sabonis the first game. Nuggets could say we didn't have we didn't play Jamal. No mm-hmm. one cares at the end. A win is a win, and you take your wins as many as you as you can get. You know, De'Aaron's gonna maybe get near forty wins for the second time in his career at this rate. That's crazy. That <laughs> always stands out to me when you you talk about that. Uh, you know, De'Aaron being close to like what a normal season is before we get to like February in win totals. Yeah, like you got 18 wins. Yeah. They might have 30 before February 1st. If they if they get to um, if once they get to what 20, that'll be halfway to his career high in wins. His career high is 39. It's crazy. That you is know, crazy. In, in a full season. I know. I, I do realize too with COVID and all, we've had a couple of shortened seasons, but still. And I don't. I don't even think they were like projected to win more than 39 those years. They won. They would have been like. Projected like thirty six or something like that, or thirty eight. Yeah. So I mean, this is this. I'll, I'll be curious to see how they continue to keep this up because the last time they had this, that Jaeger year, mm-hmm. you know, once the once the pressure and the intensity picked up after the break, they went down the toilet, mm. went nine and sixteen down the stretch, and I, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so but that that but that season was different too. You had the whole internal Jaeger versus the front office beef and mm. all that stuff going on. There it's seems to be a lot of, as though as everybody's getting along now. Yeah, there seems to be a lot more you know symmetry and chemistry right now. And as long as they're, I think as long as they're winning games and you know above five hundred, there isn't like a crazy seven eight game losing streak. Things should be okay. Yeah. Along and along those lines, it's be about what you do on the court. And it's been a while with the Kings where we say all that happens on the court is what matters. So it's been the court plus this, plus this, plus this. And I mean, I think if they they're doing well at the break, if I'm the Kings, you know, and I'm saying six spots still, five spot, go ahead and give Monty an extension. Like you know, don't don't, uh-huh. don't let that be a story going into the off season. Yeah, no, no, take care of that. Take care of that. Two interesting things that uh, came out of this game on Wednesday night before we get out of here. Um, The attendance at the Golden One Center uh, was Mm $17,985. Apparently, the capacity is $17,611. So they went over capacity almost to $18,000 for this game. And they've been doing that the last few games, uh, to be honest. So yeah, they're, they're, they're packing them in at the Golden One Center. And the other thing that I saw, um, DeMontis Sabonis with his 31 points, De'Aaron Fox with his 31 points, Malik Monk with his 33 points. That's the first time since 1979 that three Kings players have scored 30-plus points. Yeah, saw that. And I'm like, I think about over the years, When's the last time that would have made sense? It's like it's kind of crazy to think that Weber, Peja, and Bibby never did that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, you or you can. I mean, it's a stretch, but you could you could even say uh, Isaiah, Rudy, and Demarcus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think they had a game where I, they, they've had multiple thirty guys. I want to say they had a game where Isaiah and Marcus Thornton both got forty. Marcus Thornton, yeah, that boy can shoot it. That boy, yeah, but I mean, yeah. in terms, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's kind of a rare feat. You think about it anyway. To yeah. get three guys with thirty. Yeah. That's you know, crazy. but yeah, it's, yeah, that's crazy that back in '79, I was one years old when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Archibald and, and somebody—I don't know who that else was. Well, I mean, I can I can get it. I think it was Tiny. I think it was like Phil. Full, it was like Otis Bird song, and <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was a, it was a. I was like, I, these are names I have not heard in quite some time. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I can run down some of these before you go because this is this is going to be some, you know, <laughs> funny. Some of these names. What, was tiny, to... tiny was he one of them? Let me see. I just some they they sent it to us, so it's on here somewhere. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, it wasn't tiny. What, what, what? This is crazy. All of a sudden, I had it. Now I don't have it. Come on, Kings, don't do me like this. <laughs> well, you know, you know, yeah. This is yeah. This is like yeah. They yeah. They said, watch. We'll, we'll log off and they'll send it. I'll find it. You know. Well, while you're looking for it, man, why don't you tell the people what you got going on here for for the the is this you have something coming out before New Year's or, or are you gonna oh, start? No, I'm off. I'm off this week. I got nothing coming out from New Year's. I'm hanging with my kids. So you could you probably you might have heard them in the background. <laughs> You know, because you know it's past their bedtime, but school is out, so they yeah, up here like we're gonna raise hell. Hell yeah! You know we're gonna do what we want to do tonight. You're gonna do with us, but yeah, I'm I'm just going into the new year. I'll be back next week with some stuff probably, but yeah, I'm just going to skip the Raider Niner game. I no, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm skipping that. I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm not saying nothing about the Raiders till that game is over because you know I'm protecting my peace because I don't think it's gonna be pretty. I don't know. I don't know that. I think, you know, maybe the Raiders, you know, play inspired. I don't, they may play inspired. So I'm just. Usually you play inspired when you like your coach. <laughs> and I don't get a sense those guys like Josh McDaniels. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just don't get the, you know, I don't get the sense that. Uh, yeah, because I know they're not mathematically eliminated yet. But they have like a one percent chance of still making it for mm. you to basically. And the thing is, we've seen random times in the in history where that one percent team somehow gets in at the end. Like it was mm-hmm. Pittsburgh last year. Remember, they mm-hmm. needed like eighteen things to happen, and it all happened. It all happened. Yeah. And for you to punt on that, you know, guys are still out there sacrificing their bodies. And you're like, you know what? I know we still got a chance, but f it. We they, can't let Jerry get hurt and have to pay him. And you and you know what? Another thing about that here before we get out of here is you do that. How about not reading the room, right? Like you do that in one of, at least for your fans, one of the biggest games of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like how about not understanding the moment if you're Mark Davis or whoever, like don't you're going up again. This is a rivalry game to a certain degree. Yeah, and you, you're gonna you're gonna do that to your fans, where you know they may have to endure a loss or you know a beat down because you're not putting out the best players out there. Come yeah, because you're already down Chandler Jones and Perryman and 
who knows? Maybe they'll start playing some random young. Who knows what they're going to do? Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't want Nick Bosa to hurt Derek Carr. They have to pay him. I don't know. Humble hearts over here. I'm just, you know, I just, I just hope the Niners, you know, can, can move the ball down the field. That's all. Humble hearts. Humble hearts over yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. And if they can't, yeah, that's, you know, if they can't shut down a guy in his first NFL start, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, you know, Hey, maybe maybe uh, Josh McDaniels can tamper with Jimmy G. Be like, hey, Jimmy, come here real quick. So, how much would it take to get you here? Wink, wink. I'm also assuming that somebody would want to play for that. What's going to be, I think, a disaster in the offseason. I just predict all type of shenanigans. Mm, all bad. Watch Derek. No problem. Yeah, watch watch Derek Carr end up back next season, and it's going to be you know, something crazy like that. Because it's the Raiders. Crazy. Hey. I didn't think Jimmy Garoppolo would still be a 49er. Nah, I definitely didn't believe that was happening. I thought he was gone, gone. They was writing his dog on nine-year obituary after the NFC title game. He said bye. He said, yeah, was, bye. I'll bye. never see you guys again. Oh my God, I'm still here. Still see the, <laughs> Josh said, I won't let you get hurt and do that to me. I want to be able to talk to Andy Dalton in the offseason. Oh man. So hey man, um, we got, I guess you guys are gonna listen to this the last show of the year for us because we're off on friday uh dealing with kc we're off on friday we're off on monday we'll be back on tuesday and that'll coincide when j street vibes will be back as well man so Mm -hmm. i want everybody have a a happy new year be safe if you're going out you know just be responsible be careful and and just uh and have a good time if you're staying in like i am you know turn something good on the tv man have a good time with your with your family and your loved ones man so me and my kids are going to eat cookies or something yeah we i'm keeping it i'm keeping it low yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna finish watching last chance you that's what i'm gonna do uh I, ha- I haven't started that i'm gonna watch something i don't know what but i'm gonna watch something i don't i have no idea maybe me and the kids are playing nintendo they're you know they're they got me trying to learn how to play sonic some sonic game i don't know <laughs> i would play you know i would play madden but you know i don't want them to update it to jared Stidham <laughs> And I'm like, you know, I be winning with the Raiders on Matt. No online, no, because <laughs> they know. got a hell of an offense. Yeah, they can't. I can't stop nobody. But I, I, I get timely. Inter- I'm like the Kings. I get timely stops on <laughs> online. I get an interception here and there. You know, do something like that. What you but, got? Yeah. What you got? PS5. I got an Xbox. Nah, you one of them dudes. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. You know. It was one of my first divorce purchases. I'm, I'm getting an Xbox. <laughs> So yeah, I got me Xbox. So what? You know, I'm I'm too cheap to go get a PS. I don't. I mean, how many game systems do I really need? That's a dumb question. I need them all. But that PS5 go crazy. I felt the same way. Then we got one for my son uh, for Christmas, which really was a gift for me, essentially, because I'm gonna be all over it. That's a good idea. Hey, I'm asking my kids, y'all want a PS5? Actually, they asked for one, and I said no because I was being dumb. <laughs> Someone's getting a PS5 for their birthday. Whoever's birthday comes up first. Yeah, reward yourself, Jason. Reward yourself with getting. I rewarded PS5. myself with, with a brand new title. I did get me a belt. Oh, okay. Oh, let me, no, well, nobody can see this on on the video because we don't. Oh, yeah, they can't video. see it. But I did reward myself with a with a with a you know with the with the championship belt. So this was. They, they oh yeah, that one goes it, hard. I do have the. I do have the WWE title now. That one goes hard. That one goes hard. I wasn't the blue one, but I was like, nah. <laughs> no doubt. Jason, man, have a great new year. Yeah. Be safe. Do your thing. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to get back after this, uh, right after the new year, man. Hopefully some yeah. more Kings wins to talk about, man. 
Yeah, for sure. As as Eddie Murphy would have said back in the day, Merry New Year. <laughs> and that's J Street Vibes, man. Y'all be good. I'm about to hear peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.